Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Palacita, who's on the line. Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Happy Wednesday to you, too. Have a wonderful and blessed day. Thank you. You, too. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Good morning. My name is Angela. Good morning, Angela. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning, Victory family. It's Pam. Happy Wednesday. Love y'all. Good morning, Pam. Happy Wednesday. We love you too. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Kedra. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else is on the line? Good morning, Felicita. It's Priscilla. Good morning, family. Good morning, Priscilla. Happy Wednesday. Same to you. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Hey, hey, Vivi. It's Dynamite Didi. Happy Wednesday. <laughs> Happy Wednesday, Dynamite Didi. <laughs> Honor that Diamond Gale. <laughs> I know. I love that. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling to clear victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Hey, good morning. This is Kedra. Um, if I could um, ask for a prayer request for my aunt Dora, she had uh, uh we could just call her out. She had a her blood pressure was up to two hundred, so we can just pray that thing right on down. I am believing God for it. Okay, Kedra, is this your, you said this is your daughter? My aunt. Your aunt. Okay. Thank you. Yes. Her name is Doris. Doris. Okay. Okay. We certainly will be praying for it. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. My name is Danielle. Uh, I have a a uh, prayer request for a great friend, 
who had a, uh, she told me yesterday, a car ran into her home on Thanksgiving and she's been displaced for this time now. So, and um, she's trying to get another job and she's just having a lot of things going on. I just wanted to keep her lifted in prayer. Her name is Donna. Donna, okay, thank you so much. And we will definitely will lift her up in prayer. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Salasita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. This is Cynthia Jones. Good morning, Cynthia. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Good morning to you, too. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. You, too. Good morning, Valuable. It's magnificent. Colin, good morning, family. Good morning, magnificent. Happy Wednesday. And I just wanted to ask before we begin the hosting, are there any first-time callers this morning? Oh. Good morning, Sister Yvonne. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Happy Wednesday. She sounds so good. This is the yes, love coming in with our new handle this morning. Good morning. Yes. Good morning. I just uh, was looking on the Victory Room, uh, and there was a young lady by the name of Leisha Allen, who asked, asking the prayer warriors to please pray for her friend, friend Sabrina, who has COVID. Yes, I have that down. Thank you so okay. much for uh, announcing that. Not a problem. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This morning from my, from my thought process, I guess I will call it my mind. I forget. Okay. I can't stay focused. Okay, we will pray for you, little Eomia. Thank you. Yeah, you're so welcome. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, it's Prosperous Pam. Good morning, Prosperous. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place your phones on mute, and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. Be sure to join us daily in December for the monthly theme entitled Focus. Our wonderful and gifted declares will definitely bless you. There are two announcements today. 
Today is the day that declare victory fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Next, we encourage you to partner with Declare Victory in Giving in an effort to share the gospel both locally and abroad. You can do so by visiting declarevictory.org or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declare victory or through the cash app, which is dollar sign I declare victory now. We've added now, just in case you have that written down somewhere, make sure you add now. So I'll repeat that for Cash App, dollar sign, I declare victory now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. There are no new prayer requests from the app. However, we do have some spoken prayer requests. Um, Sister Leomia is asking for prayer for her memory. Leisha is asking for prayer for her friend Sabrina, who has COVID and has been hospitalized. Kedra is asking for prayer for her Aunt Doris, um, praying for her blood pressure. And then Danielle is asking for prayer for her friend Donna. A car ran into her home, and she's been displaced. And she's also looking for a job. So let's lift Dan, um, Donna up, please. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sabrina. Declaration will be brought by Dion. And then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Dion. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise by Sabrina. Declaration by Dion. And then closing comments hosted by Dion. The scripture today is from 1 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 11. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Sabrina. Have a blessed day. Gracious Father, we thank you for this day. God, we thank you for allowing us to see a day that we realize was not promised to us, but it is because of your grace and your mercy that we have not been consumed because your mercy and your compassion fail not. They are new every morning. So today, God, we just thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you, God, for watching over us last night. As we slept, God, we thank you for keeping us safe from hurt, from harm, from danger. God, we thank you for even protecting us from stray bullets and from random crimes. God, you have been an amazing God. In just the last 24 hours, you've done more for us than we can ever, ever earn. So we just thank you because you are good and your mercy endures for Ever. We thank you for allowing us to see another month. God, we thank you for how you've just continued to keep us. God, you have kept us. We thank you for the ability to find safety in your presence, God. We just bless you. We thank you for how you've lifted spirits and how you've raised hung down heads. God, we thank you. God, we have a lengthy prayer request list this morning, but before we ask you for anything, we want to take a moment and thank you for 
everything because we realize even in our intellectual mind that you are the same God. And if you did it before, Father, you can do it again. We thank you that there is no failure in you. Father, I thank you that there is no shadow of turning in you. I thank you that there is no doubt in you. There is no misgiving in you. God, there is no frailty in you. I thank you for your supreme power. I thank you for your strength. I thank you that you are a rock. Hallelujah. You are the rock on which we stand. So, Father, I bless your name on this morning. I bless your name on this morning. I bless your name on this morning. God, it is with great confidence that I lift up these prayer requests to you, God. I lift up the ones that were spoken and the ones that have not been spoken. I thank you because you made us, God, and you know all about us. You know our thoughts are far off. So, God, for everybody who didn't even get a chance to get their prayer request in this morning, I lift them up to you. I lift up the sentiment of our hearts on today. God, I lift up those things that have boggled our mind that we can't even put words to. God, I lift up the emotions, God, that are within us. God, I lift up everything that looks like it will provoke anxiety, fear, and worry. God, I lift that up to you. Father, I thank you that nothing takes you by surprise. What's going on in this world, God, this pandemic did not catch you off guard. I thank you because you are the author and the finisher of our faith. I call you Alpha and Omega because you were there in the beginning and you'll be there in the end. I thank you that you're always present. At the same time, you're everywhere, God. I lift your name up high. You are an amazing God, the only true and living God, and you reign and you rule. I thank you, God, for the joy of the Lord that continues to be our strength on today. I thank you for the victory that you continue to give us day by day. God, victory over sin, victory over shame, victory over condemnation. Father, I thank you for your blood that continues to cover us. God continues to cover our sins and our missteps. God, I thank you for how you give us chance after chance after chance to get it right. I thank you that you are better to me than I am to my own self. God, I thank you for your great love. I am overwhelmed this morning that you will call me friend. God, I thank you that you laid down your life of your only begotten son so that I could be in relationship and I could be in fellowship with you. God, I thank you. And I don't take your sacrifice for granted. God, I love you so much on this morning. God, I thank you for every victor that's represented on this call, God, and I ask that their hearts be made glad in the midst of whatever they're going through. God, we have reason to count it all joy. I thank you that you are still in the miracle working business. You are still working miracles. So, Father, with that in mind, we lift up Donna to you, God. We ask that you would touch her from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet. Father, you made her. You know all about her. She is your daughter. You know the health challenges that she faces. And so, God, I'm asking that you would do what only you can do, God, and that's heal her body. But most importantly, God, I'm asking that you would heal her heart and heal her mind from any infirmities, God, that is separating her from believing that you can if if you only will. Father, we lift up um. Sabrina, to you, God, as she is in the hospital battling COVID. Father, we thank you, God, that she is still in the fight, and we're asking that your will will be done in her life. Father, we lift up her 
family, God, those that are separated from her that can't be with her as she goes through this. God, I ask that you would just touch her mind, God, and ask that you would keep her strengthened to, and encouraged. God, touch her regulatory system, her breathing, God. Anything that is impaired, Father, we ask that you will work a miracle in her life. I lift up the treating team, God, the doctors, the nurses, those that will entreat her and be her family during this difficult time, God, and I ask that you would strengthen them, that you would protect them, God, and that you would give them the mercy that you have in your heart for us, God, so that they can give her the best treatment possible, and we thank you in advance for your will being done in her life. God, we lift up Mother Leonia to you today, God. We thank you for the years and the wisdom, God. We thank you for even the tenacity to get up and join us every morning. God, you heard the plea of the mother, God, and I'm asking that you would touch her mind. God, I'm asking that you would touch her cognitive ability, her ability to recall, God, both short-term and long-term, her ability to focus, Father. I'm asking that you would comfort her so that she is not distraught about it. God, I'm asking, oh, God, that you would just give her peace that surpasses all understanding. And I'm even asking that you would give her strategy to help remember the things that she needs to remember, even if it's just the encouragement to just write it down so she don't stress herself out about it, God. But I just thank you for her today, God. I thank you for the pleas and the cries of her heart, and I'm asking that you would do, God, what only you can do, and that's to wrap her in your arms and just to remind her that everything is going to be all right, God. And I lift up Armando to you, God, our brother Armando Robertson, as he continues to battle and to recover from COVID. God, we thank you for the miracle that you've already worked in his life. We thank you for what you've already done, God, and we continue to give you the praise and the glory for his recovery. God, we lift up doors to you. Hallelujah. We lift up her health, God. You know exactly what she's going through. We ask that you would regulate um, blood pressure that's unregulated. We ask that you would touch her body, God, from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, from the inside to the outside. God, we ask that you would give her the, the strategies to do what she needs to do to maintenance her health, God. And we thank you for blood pressure that's coming down. And if it's low, we thank you for it going up. We just ask that you would regulate in the name of Jesus, God. And we'll be so careful to give you the praise and the glory. Father, we lift up Donna to you who has been displaced because a car ran into her home. God, before we ask you for anything, we just want to thank you for her safety. Hallelujah. God, we could be praying a different prayer on this morning, but you kept her. So we just thank you for protection. We thank you that you stayed the hand of the enemy. We thank you for those angels that encamped around about her and allowed her to get out of there safely, God. So we just ask that you would meet the need. You already know what it is. So we thank you in advance for housing. Hallelujah. We thank you for open doors. We thank you for employment opportunities. God, we just thank you for an opportunity to have a new life and a fresh start. God, and I ask that you would touch our dear sister and that you would encourage our heart to believe that this did not happen by chance, but God, you I can use this as an opportunity to work a miracle in her life. And so I'm asking that you would encourage her, God, to just hold on and to believe that everything is going to be all right. And Father, as I said before, we lift up additional prayer requests, God, we, that was not spoken. We lift up any new callers that we have. God, we just ask that you would just continue to do what you do, and that's to be God. You are good at being good. God, you have exceeded our expectations time after time again. So the reality is we have no reason to fear 
We have no reason to doubt. We have no reason to worry. But God, in our human frailty, we sometimes do. So thank you, God, for not being frustrated with us. Thank you, God, for not giving up on us. Thank you for just being consistently good. A good, good, good father. So God, as I invite the victors to take their phones off of mute, I'm going to ask them to remember just how good you are. God, just how good you've been. And to worship you with the expectation that you're going to still be good tomorrow. Thank you for your overcoming love, Thank you. 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 Thank you.
hallelujah, that will never be spoken. And we ask that you would do it. Hallelujah. I ask that you would blow her mind. God, do it for all of those that are watching. <laughs> blow her mind, God. As we put our phones back on mute. Hallelujah. Take a few moments and put our phones back on mute. We give your name the praise. We give your name the glory and the honor. We thank you that victory is ours through your son, Christ Jesus. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Dion Nepal is in your hands. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. I'm sorry, right before I proceed, good morning, God morning, great morning. Um, I believe there is a word from the Lord. I want to see if my Shanana is working this morning. Tanya, did you have something before I begin? If not, it's no, fine. No, no, I didn't. Okay. Not. Okay. All right. Um, Good morning, God morning, great morning, and, and happy Wednesday to everyone. Thank you all this morning for um, joining us. Uh, the corporate prayer had a different spin. I felt a, a bit of a shift. Uh, I know that God will use that as momentum. Uh, just real quick before I go into today's share, um, super grateful for another opportunity uh, to take some time to set aside some time. Today is our corporate uh, fasting day. Uh, to take some time to set aside a moment to give reverence and honor to God. Uh, it is our duty and it is a gift to each of us as we uh, press into his presence. And super excited. Uh, about this month's theme and thank God for Holy Spirit being in complete control of how uh, we do our bidding each morning and uh, very prayerful that this uh, this month's theme will ignite something in you, something different, something uh, specific, something uh, exponential that it will begin to transition you <clears throat> pardon me, into places of purpose and promise. Amen. Uh, yesterday, Minister Geraldine uh, began the trajectory. The dialogue was extensive on yesterday. And again, very hopeful that um, it has ignited you and prepared you to move into your purpose. Uh, I want to give a huge shout out before I begin my share to Kedra. Um, for at least attempting <laughs> to connect with me on yesterday, but my uh, my orchid was absolutely beautiful. Uh, if you are on the line, and I wanted to say thank you, it matched perfectly uh, with my new office decorum. Amen. Uh, very grateful this morning for what God is doing and and how He's doing it. Very uh, humbled. Uh, by him trusting me in spite of me uh, with responsibilities and uh, with 
with my purpose. I'm very, very grateful. So uh, this morning, you'll probably want to take notes. Um, I will be uh, scripture jumping uh, in in an effort, hopefully, to uh, push and propel us to the next place. And, and I want to I want you to get something in your mind. The Word of God says this: where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. In essence, uh, of sorts, the things that you value, the things that you deem important. Uh, there's a whole bunch about the condition and or the posture of your heart. And uh, this morning, uh, as we kind of, and again, you're probably going to want to write these down. Uh, there are several scriptures that I will coin. But as I began to study, um, I had a couple of things in mind, but you know, that that's not necessarily how God uses me. So I'll have an agenda and then he will uh, then insert his mind into how I share. And so I want to begin with the first scripture, Proverbs 4 and 25. Proverbs 4 and 25, it says, let your eyes look directly ahead and your gaze be fixed straight in front of you let your eyes be uh, let your eyes look directly ahead and let gaze be fixed directly ahead of you um one of the most difficult um things i believe we are faced with consistently uh is focus i mentioned yesterday that there are anywhere between 40,000 and 60,000 thoughts that run through our minds daily. Again, that broken down into quotients or portions, however you'd like to coin it, uh, 24 to 3,600 thoughts an hour. Uh, we so frequently uh, get consumed with what we see visually, the aesthetics of our lives. We are often capsized by our own uh, fantasy and imagination. We are frequently uh, thrown into a false trajectory based upon the posture of our hearts. Let your eyes look directly ahead of you and let your gaze be fixed straight in front of you. It's so easy uh, for us to be uh, captured by a myriad of our emotional visual trajectory. There are things that sometimes we think we want, when in reality, uh, in some instances, if we received it, it would completely uh, distort our purpose or our promise. There are certain things that we encounter or engage in uh, that are based upon us being uh, blindsided because we veered from the path that God has given us. The beautiful thing is that Romans 8 and 28 is solid, it's sure, it's firm, simply because it declares that all things, not a portion, I say this almost every day, not a fraction, not uh, 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 an uh, 
inch, a tinkling of a thing is not working in our favor. Uh, Proverbs 4 and 27 says this, do not turn to the right nor to the left. Turn your foot from evil. So many things, uh, especially if you were brought up in church, so many things have been coined or keyed as evil things. So many things have been uh, considered condemning or damning. But the truth is that Romans 8 and 28 is still accurate. Now, as we move into uh, 2021, uh, 2021, uh, we always hear those year-end declarations. We hear those uh, statements of this year I'm going to do this, this year I'm going to do that. Well, the reality is if you are not focused, you are going to do what you've done. The problem with focus is that we lack consistency, and most times our focus is on what we think we see. Uh, As I began to ponder Uh, Even this word focus, uh, if y'all know anything about me, I start thinking about getting a bag. That's just how I be thinking. I'll just be honest. Uh, I start thinking about uh, uh, money, right, because the word tells us that money solves things. This morning, I want to put uh, uh, something before you because the truth is, as believers, we have responsibilities. Kingdom efforts uh, call for financial um, stability. They call for financial security in order for us to consistently give things to people, uh, to, to be able to serve our community, to be able to uh, solve problems in the earth. The truth is, we need some coins. Right, we we need some change. Let let me let me give you uh, an Oprah Winfrey statement. You can call it a quote, a statement. It says, "What material success does is provide you with the ability to concentrate on other things that really matter, and that is being able to make a difference, not only in your own life, but." in the lives of other people. That's that's something Oprah said, who is, uh, as we know it, a billionaire, right? Um, The difference between people who lack and people who have is a set of skills to focus. One of the things that, that I recognize is that when I am consumed with my own fears, things become scarce. When I am absorbed in and meditating on the truth of what God says about me, there is always abundance and lack, abundance and excess. The truth is, while most people believe money is the root of all evil, wealthy people on the other hand, believe that money is the root of all good, that money solves problems, right? That money gives you power to empower others, that money changes lives, that money brings pleasure, that money liberates. And in the right hands, money is actually the root of all good. Now, this declaration is not about money. 
I began by saying where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Focus is a matter of the condition of your heart. Money is just a representation for real. Uh, and, And the longer I live, the more I live, the more I discover is that it has much to do with how we think of ourselves. It has much to do with our mentality. It has much to do with what we focus on. Millionaires don't worry about money running out. They spend their time focused on solving problems. They spend their time focused on solving problems. Let, let me give you a couple uh, more scriptures because I, I want you to get this. And, again, this is not simply about money. This is about perspective. This is about how you observe a thing. This is about how you view yourself and how you view what God plans to do with you, right? Um. When we recognize that our citizenship is of heaven, right, knowing that our anticipation is Christ Jesus and that he put us in this earth, that's according to Philippians 3 and 20, he put us in this earth to be a solution. Problem is that we can't be a solution if all we ever focus on is our problems. While we are in a quote-unquote pandemic state, the reality is we have a whole bunch of excess time with those 60 to 40,000 or 40 to 60,000 thoughts a day. We have a responsibility to make active decisions to focus on what matters to focus on purpose and promise. And if you're anything like me, if you uh, have a tendency to waver in thought, there are times we get distracted, and instead of doing what Proverbs, the fourth chapter, the 25th verse suggests, don't look to the left or to the right, but keep your eyes fixed, uh, we and that time that we have in excess uh, have a tendency to wander off in thought, to wander off in focus, to wander off, and next thing you know, you're consumed with things that mean absolutely nothing. Uh, For those of us that have not found purpose and promise, you probably go to a job that you cannot stand. You probably sit behind the desk and watch the clock all day. For those of us who are in ooky relationships, we probably sit up and think, what is this and what is that? The reality is that if we focus on what we were created to solve in the earth, If we focus on what we were designed to resolve in the earth, we would find ourselves in a place of abundance simply because it's a matter of the heart, right? Get this. The steadfast mind, the steadfast of mind you will keep in perfect peace because he trusts in you. Now, I had to look up steadfast because sometimes we look at words and we make assumptions, right? And and so I want to give you another word for focus, steadfast, resolutely or dutifully firm and unwavering. Well, Dion, how do you conclude or get to the place where you are so fixed and so focused on the end result that there has to be an expected end? That's the place of resolve, 
resolve meaning, to be unwavering, to have a fixed mindset. So not only is focus necessary, but resolve in focus is necessary. Steadfast in being resolved about being steadfast is necessary for you to become the solution that you are called to be in the earth. What were you designed to solve? What is the thing that you lose sleep about? What is the thing that you wrote in your journal or on your vision board 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, 40 years ago for some of us? What is that one thing that every now and then it creeps back up into your heart and into your mind and tells you, you know, you said X, Y, Z in 2003. Uh, 2003, you said you were going to do this. You said you were going to do that. What is it? And as I continued to read, I I started to think about uh, the things that I have declared. Again, if you know anything about me historically, uh, I'm a little bit different in that, for real, I opened my first salon at the age of 21. Sometimes I think God gives you an opportunity to have victories early on in areas that he called you to. See, I didn't, I didn't realize that it wasn't about what I did as a profession. It was about the execution of the process. A salon owner at 21, I think I opened my second salon at about 26. Or I don't know. Um, but, The business of the business, I understood. I understood the marketing aspect. I understood uh, the introduction. And and very early on, he allowed me to experience financial stability on a different level. Um, and, And what it did was it gave me a benchmark for even my right now. Gave me, um, number one, historical victory. One of the things that God does is he allows situations and circumstances. Sometimes we take things for granted. Our focus should always be on what was I created to solve. In that season, uh, I was solving uh, a problem of beautification. Honey, if your hair is wrong, listen, I I don't know about most women, but when my hair is not right, if if it won't move like my name is Sarah or Jane or something, I, I don't really want it. I I was not the hard, crunchy hairstyle girl. That wasn't my thing. Um, but in so doing, I solved a lot of problems. I resolved bad hair days. I was steadfast and consistent in my gift and in my craft. But more than anything, let me tell you what the Lord taught me how to do while I stood behind that chair. He taught me how to, with my life, testify of the goodness of the Lord. He taught me how to keep secrets. He taught me how to be a listener. He taught me how to encourage. He taught me how to exhort and to extol. He taught me how uh, to trust him in the process. And when I started that business, I probably had $700. And I remember speaking to Mr. Bennyfield, who was the owner of the building at that time, and the salon was 1,600 square feet. Honey, I thought I was doing something. Do you understand? And I remember I I saw the spot on the corner. 
and I took and went and bought one of those disposable cameras. We was old. It was 96. I went and got one of those disposable cameras. And I came back and I took a picture of the building. And I called the man and I met with the man and I took my briefcase. Honey, I got dressed up real hard. I was working at somebody else's salon at the time. Didn't have no money. Didn't know how I was going to do it. But I had a checkbook and I had a ridiculous faith. I was fixed on owning that particular corner slot. I wrote the man a check with no money. In writing the man a check with no money, uh, I had to focus on getting it. And then what I recognized is that as soon as I wrote the check with no money and started expecting it to come because it had to clear, guess what happened? It was like a magnet of necessity attracted to me. And all of a sudden, clients start coming from everywhere. Now, at the time I was doing hair, I wasn't even working in a shop at the time. I had just had Demaria. I was doing hair in my living room. Ken used to come sit there for hours because her hair went to the high gods, honey, and was so thick it took forever to dry. And so here I am, and my nerves are bad, and <laughs> I'm like, okay, Lord, what do I do now? But I was focused on making sure that everything in there was beautiful and every wall I painted by myself and the tiles uh, I stuck on the ground myself. I bought them construction knee pads. I was focused. And I remember papering up uh, the windows and, and I had a conversation with the plumber and he told me something about $10,000 and I'm thinking to myself, Lord, where is this money going to come from? And the more I focused and the more I was fixed on the end result, the more things began to come from the north, the south, the east, and the west. And I was praying and I was fasting and I was believing God. Right. And so here it is that Matthew 6 and 34, which is so familiar, says, so do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow. Will take care of itself. Each day has its own trouble. Quit tripping. In other words. Right. And so it, it was my responsibility not to let up. I couldn't let up because I had an expected end. When you don't have anything before you that you are uh, working toward, it is easy to become distracted, right? It is easy to become distracted. How, how do you stay fixed and focused? Long story short, that salon existed for seven years. It's when God began to shift me. Now, I opened another salon after that, but see, then it had become easy. It, it had become easy to expect the money. I would spend money like it was water. I never looked at price tags because I knew that money was not a far off. But I also gave and gave and gave and served and served and served. And so the more I gave, the more I served, the more money came. There was no uh, uh, lack of anything. Saying all of that to say, time, life, and experience happens. And if, in fact, you look to the left or to the right, things will gain your attention that steal your focus. The enemy doesn't have to send you the thing that you absolutely adore. All he ever has to do is distract you.
Mm-hmm. Now, again, because we recognize that Romans 8 and 28 is concrete, we know that it's the foundational, fundamental truth of our lives. We also understand that we have a responsibility to trust what the Word of God says. Even when you blow it, it's still working for you. Now, what it's working, we don't always know. We don't know the end result. But what we do know is that at some point, God will still bring back around uh, the thing that you are responsible for. I'm, I'm looking around my room, uh, and if you've ever been in my room, I have uh, written stuff everywhere. I got sticky notes and vision boards and write on my mirror and sticky tabs on the back of the door. I don't even know how many times focus is on here. I, it's, it's too many to count. Um, and, and mindset, right? So we know that resolve is indicative of, of focus. It, there are some things that we have to be resolved about. There are some things that we have to be uh, steadfast about. There are some things that we have to make an active decision consistently to not only press our way past what is attempting to distract or distort our thought process, it is our responsibility to actively move in the direction of things that align with that which we are created to solve. So while I'm speaking this morning, I want you to think to yourself, what am I designed to solve? What was I created to solve? How was I built to solve? What in me is a solution to others. If you get that one thing in your mind, if you make an active decision to spend, even today, if you are fasting with us, if you make an active decision today to say, all I'm going to do today is meditate on what I was created to solve, what I was created to resolve. If you make an active decision to do that today, I guarantee you, that God is going to open up the eyes of your understanding in such a way that you will transition into a place of focus on that thing. I began to read some of the things that were uh, on my vision board. And as I did, one of the things that is very important to me is that the Lord would empower me to create jobs. I've done it for for years, but this time uh, I want to be able to do it differently. And so I've, I've shared um, a couple of times that I moved out of my bedroom or my dungeon, as we've called it, for the last four or five years into a physical building. And uh, it is now becoming real. I'm, I'm looking around at things coming together, and there's a different focus to, to get it organized, to get it situated, but more than anything, uh, to position me to complete what I have focused on, the problem solving that I am designed uh, and created to take care of. For years and years and years, all I've ever uh, done, regardless of whether or not I knew it, was teach people how to strategically access 
the next level. Teach people how so many salons have opened as a result of, of certain things that the Lord has allowed me to do. So many books have been written. So many relationships are still intact. So many ministries have gone forth. I had no idea that my responsibility was communicating. I had no clue, but as I think back on my life and I look at some of the drawings that I used to draw, pictures of myself standing behind a podium as a kid, but because life happens, right, because situations occur, because things transpire, there are moments where I lose focus, i.e., then you find yourself going to look for a job that you know by the time it's over you hate, <laughs> You end up doing things that have nothing to do with your purpose or your promise. You end up wasting money. Uh, Sorry, you all, my call dropped. Nevertheless, this, this morning, I, I want you to wrap your mind around what you were created to solve. Ask yourself, what was it that when I was a little girl, I, I would do? I, I remember the first time I had a, a horrible combination, and I, I shared the story before, a cookie and lemonade sale. Who eats chocolate chip cookies and washes it down with lemonade? I don't know. But let me tell you what happened. I, I showed up. I've been an entrepreneur my entire life. And then life happens and you, you become afraid. You get afraid of taking a risk. You get afraid of taking a chance. And then you end up in this endless tail of nothing, of absolutely accomplishing nothing, of doing nothing, of going nowhere, of asking yourself, why am I here? What is my purpose? But focus lends to uh, you walking into the truth of the promises of God. There are things that God created you to do that no one else can do, but it requires focus. It requires being steadfast, hallelujah, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. It requires you being resolved about the truth of who God says you are. It means that you have to love you like God loves you. It means the things that are not serving you, things that are not pushing you, things that are not propelling you, you begin to take off and put off the old things, hallelujah, put off the former things, you begin to allow yourself to become free in your mind, and you begin to walk in truth as opposed to living in the lie that we so easily get caught up in because we're distracted. Distraction will stagnate you. Distraction will rob you. Distraction will steal from your promise. Distraction will cause you to doubt yourself. Distraction will cause you to be caught up and capsized by fear. But how many of us know that when you walk in truth and when you live in truth from a place of truth, it is undeniable that things begin to happen around you. Things begin to happen when you walk in a room, when you stand up in your truth and you become unafraid of what they will say or what 
they will think or what they understand your truth is. I remember one of the last times I was part of um, a, a large community event. Uh, it was in the city of Richmond, and y'all know I love my city, right? So I go to this event, and I had actually been recruited to do a session on um, entrepreneurship and building business, right? But people that had known me 20 years ago uh, assumed that I was there to comb hair. <laughs> and so it was really cute as one of those that was assigned to usher me into uh, my supposed room took me to the room where blow dryers were going and uh, the little girls were snapping their fingers with their hands on their hips. And I was like, well, no, 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 this is not the room that, that I'm dedicated to. I, I need a classroom. I'm here to, to teach something other than this hair. And it was, it, was, um, it was interesting to me that, you know, there are people around you that will hold you hostage to what they think you used to be people around you that will uh, remind you of your history and have absolutely no idea that that's not even who I am anymore. See, focus will cause you to make the decisions necessary for the people that used to know you not to recognize you. You become strange and almost alienated. When God begins to separate you and move you into the trajectory of purpose and promise, you start looking peculiar to people who had already classified you as average, people who had already classified you as regular or forgettable with your forgettable self. But the truth is that when you change your mind about possible, when you change your mind about promise and promotion and purpose and you start to say, if I belong to a sovereign God, if my life was created to be a solution, I have to walk in, number one, my truth. I have to walk in the purpose and the promise that God said that I would, according to Psalms 139.16. It is my responsibility to own my truth, to learn my truth, to know my truth, be fixed in my truth, and focus on my truth. For the race is not given to the swift, nor is it given to the strong, but it's given to the one that endures until the end. I, I want to know how close you are to the end. Because when you don't fulfill your purpose, when you make an active decision not to walk in your purpose, you may as well lie down. When you become resolved that it's not going to get any better than this, that nothing is going to change for me, that every single thing has me stuck. Yes, let me tell you a little secret. When you get to that place and, and God knows that you have zero desire to keep it moving, he will give you permission to resign. <laughs> I need you to, to get this. I, I need you to understand this. You have a responsibility. Your responsibility is to focus. Your responsibility is to walk into your purpose and your promise. Your responsibility is to stop making excuses. Stop giving yourself a pass. Stop allowing yourself to be capsized by your emotions. Stop allowing yourself to be hoodwinked 
by the lie you keep telling yourself that you won't, you can't, you're unable. Change your focus where your treasure is. Hallelujah. There your heart will be also. What's down on the inside of you has a responsibility to come up and to come out because there's somebody that's going to die because you're not there to solve their problem. Somebody's going to lose their mind because you're not there to solve their problem. And the only thing between you and that solution that's for the world, for the nations, is your focus. You owe us your focus. Not on what was, not on what used to be, not on what once upon a time. We're talking about today, December the 2nd. 2020, who are you? What are you here to solve? And why aren't you doing it? What mountain were you designed to climb that you refused to even access? You standing there staring at the mountain today. I, man, implore you, climb. Everybody's not going to like it. Keep climbing. Not everyone will understand. Keep walking. Not everybody's going to applaud you. Who cares? Keep going. Not everybody's going to celebrate your transition. Keep pressing. Not everybody's going to get that. That might be who I used to be. Oh, but today, right? But today, stop giving yourself passes to be passive. Stop allowing yourself to be mediocre and regular and average and forgettable. Quit allowing yourself to be the one that's always in need of a solution. Be a solution. If we are connected to the ultimate, ultimate problem solver, and if he said in his word, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world, what are you afraid of? Every now and then, every Sometimes, periodically, you just got to jump. You got to jump in such a way that people watch you jump. And you may fail. I'll tell you this, but I need you to fail forward. I need you to stop standing still, being afraid of maybe they won't like it. Maybe I won't make it. Listen, honey, if he is for you, what is the entire world against you? Lo, I will never leave you nor forsake you even until the ends of the earth. If he got you, what do you care if I don't? If he made you a promise, who am I to diminish or dwindle its value? Your value system lies in your beliefs. And let me tell you a magical secret. Sometimes we believe wrong. Sometimes we've been taught bad. But you better ask God to teach you to unlearn them stupid systems that keep you stuck and stagnant, sitting at a desk, staring at a clock, asking yourself, when will it be over? Honey, it's already over if that's what you settle for. It doesn't mean that everything will be a crystal stare. It doesn't mean that everything will be fun and that everything will come in line the way you think it will. But let me tell you a little secret, honey. There is freedom in a jump. There is liberty in a try. But more importantly, when we focus on the things and the expected end, 
we always triumph. If God be the greatest power, we can never be defeated. You are absolutely undefeatable. Do you understand that the purpose and the promise on your life was absolutely not accidental? I don't care how many mistakes you've made. I'll see how I know. I still make them. But I know what I was created to do. I'm an interruption. I was designed to break things up. I was designed to speak truth to power. I was created to give life to dead things. I was created to cancel out the things that are dead and remind you that there's life after this. That's my job. Ask yourself this as I close. What are you created to solve? What do you need to focus on to get there? And when do you think it's time to start, man? I got the worst text ever for a young lady that every single week I would attempt to speak truth to power and life to her. 39 years old, 39 years young. And she couldn't get her heart out of the broken place. So much so that her heart quit. Do you know that some people lose their lives because of a broken heart? Because everything on the left has their attention. And the things that are on the right are calling to them louder than the thing that's right in front of them. Your purpose is in front of you. It's not behind you. It's not to the left of you. It's not to the right of you. And now I have to see my friend, my little sister on the other side. I've known her all her life. And it's hard for me to wrap my mind around the fact that she quit. Her body quit, couldn't take it. So this morning, I implore you, don't you leave here and make it to the graveyard. And we still have a need for your solution. Don't you leave here without fulfilling the things that God created you to accomplish. Don't you leave here and rob me of the opportunity to walk in places that I wouldn't be able to walk in otherwise. That book you owe me, you owe me that book. That business you owe the world, you owe us that business. Don't allow dead things to be wrapped around your ankles, things that need to be cut, cut them and move on. Life is short. The word says it's but a vapor. And I know I've gone over this morning, but I believe that somebody needs to hear this. Listen, I just want to tell you this morning, keep going, man. Keep dreaming, keep believing, keep expecting God to do a miracle in your life. Change your stinking thinking and use those 2,500 to 3,600 thoughts a day, an hour, excuse me, and be productive with them. Stop allowing yourself to outthink the truth of God's word for who you are. Move on. Let go. And let God take you where he promised you he was taking you. It's your responsibility to guard and govern your own thoughts. Get your mind right this morning and focus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. 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 Glory, 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 glory. Glory to your name, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah,
that you are a God of restoration, that everything that the enemy thought was capsized, everything that the enemy thought was stolen, everything that the enemy attempted to take from them, God, on the inside of themselves, that you be the living water that's necessary. I thank you for a Ruha word on this morning. I thank you, Lord God, that the the barocalative winds from the north, the south, the east, and the west begin to blow in our favor. Hallelujah. That you would begin to water those things that we thought were dead, God. That you would renew in us a right spirit, creating us a clean heart, God. Get our minds right in the name of Jesus. And let this mind be in us, which is also in Christ Jesus. I thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you. I thank you in advance that this word uh, will do what it was sent to do. In the matchless name of Jesus, we declare it, we decree it. Amen. And God, we bless you. There may be somebody that joined a little bit late. You didn't have a chance to say good morning. Now is the time. Good morning. Good morning. It's Diane. Hey, Lady Di. Good morning. Hey. Good morning. It's Gloria. Good word. Amen. Thank you. God be praised. Amen. Good morning. This is. Go ahead. Good morning. This is Tara. Thank you for breathing life into me this morning. I appreciate you. Hallelujah. Good morning, Tara. Good morning, Saints. This is Leisha. Hey, Leisha. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Who is it? I'm sorry. Hey, good morning. Good morning. It's Kashandra. Good morning. Good morning. God bless your great declaration. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Good morning, Ms. Nausea. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Anthony. Hi, Nyjah. <laughs> Hi. Where Brzee at? She's in Oakland at her grandfather's house. Okay. <laughs> Good morning, Bridget. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning. Nancy Nikisha. Hey, Nyjah. Good morning. Get up to see. Anybody else? Good morning, it's Natasha B. Hey, Natasha B, girl. <laughs> Good morning, it's Tanya. Hey, awesome, Tanya. awesome declaration. Awesome. Amen. God be praised. Hey, Good morning, it's Gloria. Hey, Sanaja. Hey, Gloria. Good morning, it's Miss B. Hey, Miss B. Hey, man. Good morning. Good morning, Vet. Hey, Vet. Good morning. Good morning, it's Jubilant. Hey, Jubilant. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Dion. Did you hear Didi? I said it about 15 times. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Good morning. Because I said Demetriana. Maybe that's oh, because you, of my you have threw me off. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, it's beloved Barb, and I am happy right. to be with beloved. my new handle this morning. So glad you're there. Love you. Great declaration. Bringing the fire. 
Amen. Come through, beloved. Come through. Come on, girl. <laughs> Amen. Good morning, Bernice. Hey, Bernice. Good morning. I owe you a phone call. Okay. Love you, honey. <laughs> Love you more. Morning, family. It's Shell. Morning, Dion. Hey, Shell. Morning. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning, family. It's magnificent. Awesome hey, declaration, Pastor. Hey. <laughs> it was awesome. Thank you, Lord God. Jesus. Amen. 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 And amen again. Anybody else before we move forward? Amen. Um, real quick, uh, there, there may be somebody on the call and and you know that you've been distracted. This morning was for you. (laughs) Um, this morning was specifically to remind you that for real, it's your responsibility to change it. Nobody else can change it. We often say, Lord, do this. Lord, do that. All right. Well, what if, if you do it, then what? What you going to do? Did anyone on the call have a moment of reflection um, of what you know you were designed to do? Did anyone think of something historically that God had planted down on the inside of them that that you honestly have thrown caution to win. Anybody? Yes, ma'am. Um, I had to be the first to say <laughs> I had to I had to say it. This is Kedra. And um wow, you know, it's is I I've asked myself the question like what am I designed to do or and, you know, I've had all the wise counsel, because, you know, in the multitude of wise counsel, there's safety. And I believe that's what's kept me all these years, because I've always been so eager to learn. And, you know, you can't sit up like a fat of, fattened calf and have all this information and not give it back. So what I'm going into is like how I was called to be a leader at this discipleship that I'm at for the second time, I think it's just start of me going to that different level of glory and fulfilling my obligation to fulfill my duty. So I truly thank God for you, and I thank God for everything that he's doing in the lives of his people. I, I'm excited. I'm pumped. I'm used. Hey, Amen. Good morning, Sam. This is uh, Sister Alicia. You know, um, when you first started out speaking, you know, one of the things I do whenever I uh, go somewhere or I listen to something, I always say, God, what is it that you want me to hear? What is it that you want me to do? And so as you begin to speak, I know that the Holy Spirit was speaking through you because I can remember being 12 years old. And I grew up in San Francisco, and so when I would go downtown, I would see a whole lot of homeless people, and it would just make me cry. I'd be so sad, like, oh, my goodness, what could I do to help them? 
And so now the job that I have, I directly impact homelessness. And here I was thinking, oh, I'm ready to leave here because they're getting on my nerves and I don't like how such and such is doing and I don't like how it feels. And God pricked my heart like, I put you there to solve a problem. And so when you said that, everything came full circle. So that's why it's been so hard because the enemy fighting me because he want me to leave because that's where God want me, at least for right now. And so I'm grateful that you brought the message because what it did, it just was confirmation for me to keep on fighting and don't give up and let God do his will and get out the way. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Good morning, Pastor Dion. Good morning. This is this is Cynthia. And um, yeah, what came to my mind when you had said um, uh, what was it that uh? Okay, I wrote it down. What was I de- um created to resolve? Um, not a lot of people like to do this, but when I was a little girl. I would wake up every morning at my mom's house, living with my mom, and I would just clean the heck out of it. And um, I clean for people. I go to their house. That's a little side job I have besides working with clients. I clean for people. And I enjoy, and I found out that's a ministry for me. cleaning for people because there's people that can't clean. There's people that don't like doing it. I enjoy it. When I do that, it's like me, like a cow in a candy store. I can clean a person home, but when they walk in it, it looks like they just moved in it. Um, right along with that, sometimes when I clean, I'll fix them brushes and surprise them. That's another um, calling that I believe I have, and being a prayer warrior, learning to be consistent on being a, a, a prayer warrior. But those are the things that came to mind when you had said, what are, what was I created to resolve? And I'm created to resolve going to somebody's house, cleaning for them the things that they can't do. Um, and it's any ages, but especially the elders, where they can't do a lot of stuff and, and they need help with. Um, I go further on taking them to the store, going to get their groceries. Whatever they need done, that's what I do. Um, it may not sound interesting to some people, but I enjoy it. I love doing it. I can... I can clean the heck out of a person's house, where, wherever they stay at, whatever they need done. And that's Amen. My well, it sounds like you got a, a cleaning service, cleaning business, janitorial service, corporate, and uh, down on the inside of yourself. So don't drag your feet. Pick them up. Jump. I do. Mm-hmm. Do it then. It's good hearing, it's good hearing from you again. Amen. Well, get it done. 
That's all. I hear you. Thank you. Get it in the earth then. That's a, that's a huge solution. Hey, Dion. Mm-hmm. Hey, good morning. Hey, this Gloria. Hey, so Chloe. I, hey, hey, sis. I am so, so sliced. So like your word, the word that God gave you for us today, about 1.30 this morning, I got up and I was praying and stuff. And he led me to go back and look at some of the things that I had written down, some of the stuff like from 2003 and stuff, and just reaffirming what he had promised, how, who it called me. And, and reflective looking at what God is doing. And I, even um, while you were giving the word, cause you know, I have my youngest granddaughter here and I'm supposed to be her quote unquote school teacher. <laughs> but anyway, just I'm, just I'm just celebrating the fact that I understand not only for the things that God, as far as ministry, you know, outside of the house is concerned, but just the blessing of being able to encourage her while she's sitting there and stuff that she's like her confidence being low and, you know, just encourage her and to work with her and the, and the focusing on that. In addition to the buildup and confidence that God is doing in me. And I really appreciate him having not allowed death all those times that tried to take me before I could see this and could live this and experience it, but to be able to now be able to testify that he is faithful and he is a reward of those that diligently seek him and that he does not change his mind about what he called us to be, that he's placed in us everything we need to fulfill what he's called and anointed and appointed us to do. And I so love you and declare victory. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. And yes, ma'am, it's a fact. It's an absolute fact. He ain't never going to change his mind. The only person that will ever change their mind is we. Anybody else? Yes. Good morning, Dion. This is uh, Priscilla. Good morning. Uh, good morning. I have been on so many. When you've gotten so far off, first of all, thank you for the declaration. It it, it pulled from the deeper parts of my belly. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And um, it so resonates with me. And I'm sorry to hear about your friend that died from uh, or left this earth with a heart, um, a broken heart, and, and mm-hmm. absolutely a broken heart. A broken heart can absolutely kill you. Um, mm-hmm. I have been at the top of the mountain. I'm so far off track. That's the way I sense. I don't want to use the word feeling. I sense I'm so off track because I've worked so many jobs that I don't belong and know I don't belong. Um, and I've achieved a lot of things, lost it. Um, the, the enemy has really, um, I've allowed him to play a lot of tricks and I've fallen for them and gotten way off track. And so I have been pulling out all my notes. I've kept notes for years, writing in the box and when you go to church and taking notes and, and 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 I've been reading through them lately since we've been at home and going through them and and that has been my deepest how do I get back on track lord how do I get you know what am I here for what is it you know um things appear you know god has kept me thank you lord 
through it all, but it has been, um, it's, it's just been a, a puzzle. <laughs> That's the only word that comes up right now. So, so I thank you for the message, but it's just uh, figuring out when you, when you, when you think or you sense you're so off track, God, how do I get back on track? Where, how do I start from here? And I love your word because you said you just start. You just walk out on faith. You just do it. Um, you don't know how you're going to do it. But Romans 8.28 says it all. That is your foundation. Um, this word was definitely for me. No question about it. It was for us, honey. It, it wasn't just for you. I just, yeah, I agree. I just caught my <laughs> own self happy. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. Um, and and the reality is, the only way to start is to start. That's it. That's all you got. A decision. Everything in life is a decision. Not some of them. Not half of them, not a fraction of them. Every single thing in life is a decision. If you lose, you decide. If you win, you decide. If you move forward, you decide. If you stay in the bed, you decide. Whatever you've decided and you profess and declare to us, let me tell you a secret. I believe you whatever that is. If you say it ain't going to get no better than this, you rest sure it ain't going to get no better than that. If you say you resign and you resolve at, at, at nothing, at zero productivity, guess what? You ain't going to produce nothing, not aren't. Improper English. You ain't going to do a thing, child. That's all I got. Amen. Anybody else? Hi, Pastor Dion. Uh, this is uh, Jubilant. Hey, hey, Pam. Hey, Jubilant. Uh, go go in that that order. Go go, Pammy, and then go Juju. Okay. Good morning. I just wanted to say thank you for um, your declaration. And I keep getting stuck at that, you know, um, the money part about. Um, I went to the scripture, First Timothy six ten. For the love of money is the root of all evil, um, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. And I used to think when I was younger, it was money too, like is the root of all evil, but it's not money. It's the love of money. I thank God that he's made me so that I, I thank God that he made me in a way that it's not my driving force. I want to be comfortable and well off. And like you said, I love the Oprah, which you said about Oprah. It's so true. You know, you can move forward and not think about other things. You can start working on solving solutions. But I think God has me here as um, to be, and this is humbly as I'm saying it, um, an example in what it is to be you know, a, a a woman of faith and Christian in like that area. Cause I'll, I remember there's several times that I've like left the store by accident 
or someone didn't charge me something and I just don't have a I just don't have it in my spirit to walk away with it. I have to go back and tell them and they'll be like, Oh wow, really? And I don't know how it's always been for me, but I just want to continue to be what God has for me. I'm in the second half of my life where um, I'm 53, so I've accomplished a lot in the first half, but I'm at this point where I'm trying to figure out what's next, but I'm also recognizing what God is getting out of me during this time, like the caretaking of my mom, and um, someone had mentioned it on the call, I believe, you know, I'm learning a lot by just, like, just me having calendars coming through my career and stuff like that and just maintaining her calendars or her appointments or doctor's appointments and getting her here or there. And, you know, I'm learning I have more caretaker part of me than I ever thought because I don't have children. So I know I'm I'm a little bit all over the place. I'm just kind of talking it through because I'm at a place where I'm trying to figure out what is next for me. Um, but at the same time, I trust that I'm walking it out in God and God's like, he's, um, this is helping me just be aware of what it is that he has me doing during the season. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Keep going. That's all I can say. That's all I got. Amen. Go ahead, Drew. Good morning, Pastor Dion. <laughs> just a good morning. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was extremely powerful. Um, you know, when you were asking that question about like what like what were you created to solve? Um, you know, what did you think about as a child? And you know what? I've been in that place lately to where I was trying to remember. Like it's like I've been so distracted, like you were talking about, that I didn't remember. And I've been and I'm and I'm still kind of stumped, so I, I I need to go back and talk to the Lord, and also begin to look in my journals and find out what that is, because you know I've got to the point to where I was so distracted, um, letting the enemy come in and steal that, you know, steal me with distraction, just being distracted that I had lost. I was just like standing in this place, just like just standing in a place and you forgot where you're supposed to be going. You're just standing there trying to figure out, like trying to remember. And that's where I have been for a minute. You know, I've been standing there like I know I had, you told me. And then the other thing is like between, you know, being caught between, is this what I want, Lord, or is this what I'm purposed to do? You know, so I'm, it's like being in that place and just not moving because you I don't know which direction to move in. First of all, I've forgotten where I'm supposed to be going. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm making sense, but that was so like, it's, it was just an eye opener. It's like I was, it's so I felt the revival though. I felt that. You know that glimmer of hope that that you know that that thing that's been laying dormant coming alive, you know, and mm-hmm. and uh, so I just want to thank you for allowing the Lord to work and speak to you at this point because the Lord definitely was like you need to be on this call and listen to this, you need to hear what she's saying, and uh, you know because I've been praying, I've really been praying and asking God to. To, to direct my path, to show me, like, where am I at? Like, I really have just lost it. I felt like I was just 
know what's going on and on and on. But I just, I don't know if I'm making sense, but I just felt like I've just been standing, like wondering, like with my hand and my finger in my mouth, like, where am I at? Like, where am I supposed to be? Where, where are you? <laughs> I get, listen, <laughs> lost is just that, lost. Lost. <laughs> yeah. yeah. After oh. lost, I get tired of being lost. I got tired of being lost. Hey, Diddy. I got to do. Hey. It's Diddy. I'm going back to when you said, don't be having dead stuff wrapped around your ankle. That I sat up. I was like, and then about the purpose being in front of you, not behind you, not being stuck in the things. When you were talking about going to that event or doing that event in the rich and how they led you to the room for the hair, you know, because that's who you were. And that's what I go through a lot. And, you know, social media, people talk about it in a negative way. But I really have been blessed because of who I've been able to connect with and and really reach, especially the young, you know, Armani's friends and, the you know, my kids' friends come to me for a lot of guidance. And I'm open and honest with them, but who I was, like even as a young mother raising them, people who knew me then are still stuck there. And that's okay. They don't they don't believe I'm a prayer warrior and I can hear I, I I hear it all the time. She saved, yes, very I am yes I am. So who you knew then, I thank you for tapping into that. Because some people will be wrapped in, in like Juju being it's a decision. We can get up on this call every day, day in and day out, and still be stuck. And I'm just saying that because it's a decision. I thank you for how you always, um, you know, you grace us with, with with knowledge because it's a decision. No matter what, if you're going to decide to sit there, move forward, we can always see God because we have to seek him. But he's already given us everything we need. He's waiting on us. We're waiting on him, but he's already done it. So I just thank you for this morning, and I'm so blessed as you can hear this baby over here she get she getting ready to get an uber to Vallejo because she's busy too but just thank you for that part because the dead things bury that stuff I thank you I love you sister amen love you more love you more anybody else hey hey good morning oh hey. go ahead go ahead let me know you're fine oh so I'm going to say something that's going to completely disrupt the apple cart, as the people would say. Fasting, praying, um, reading your Bible won't get you to where you need to be. How about that? Yeah. It won't. And how, how could you say that? Well, how many of us? And it's no shade. It's, I'm talking to me, too. How many of us have been on this call for more than a year? We get, the, we, get, we get amazing words. We fast on Wednesdays. And um, I'm, I'm believing that we are reading our Bible at some point. It is the action behind doing those things that is necessary. Part of the action is making a decision. And knowing that if the idea does not suit you, so the idea that has come to mind, it's not for you. Like, 
for example, and it's nothing wrong with getting a house or a car. These are just common things that we talk about often. But if your sole desire is to just get you a house, that's an aspiration that you have for you, and it's nothing wrong with that. But if you have this thing on the inside of you, like, I want to I wanna acquire this building. I was riding by it the other day. And that building would be just the right size for me to do X, Y, Z. And I can see in my sanctified imagination this activity happening, that activity happening. But, God, I don't have a dime. We we have an example of that this morning when Dion talked about it. And I remember when she got salon delivering. Right? So that's not, a, that's not something to suit your purpose. It's going to help you fulfill and answer some questions to them, some things. Or maybe it's not a building. Maybe it is. I don't, I forget the lady's name that said this earlier, but she has a cleaning service. It's, it's, it's more than that is what I hear, but that's what she's identifying it as, as now. So, and this is no, sis, this is no uh, criticism to you to what you said. I'm just using it as an example. But if she was to just talk about that for the next five, seven, ten years, she's not, she's not like fulfilling her purpose because all she's doing is talking about it. So I, I hope what I'm saying is making a little bit of sense. The idea that you have is greater than you. It, it's going to take more money that you ha- than you have in your checking account. It's going to take, it's going to take a lot of resources. And you, that's a burning desire that you have on the inside. You want to look at that particular thing and start to cultivate that. Start to write it down. Start. Here's something that's free. Research. Do you have a business name? Pray about your business name. Get your get your fictitious business license. That's under a hundred dollars. There there are some things we can do. I, I remember when I was believing the Lord for a car. I had no idea. My Volkswagen that I have, that's now eight, year, eight years old. I, I remember believing the Lord. I, I needed a vehicle because I got laid off. Um, I didn't, we only had, we were down to one car and we needed to commute back and forth to San Francisco. So it was important that I have a, and plus the Lord had put the desire down in my heart. Right? So it wasn't just about fulfilling me because I said, I'll use it to, for your glory. I'll use it as a testimony. You know what I did before I even had the car? I ordered the customized license plate, not knowing, and I had 90 days or however many days before it would be expired. So that's something that I could do in the earth realm to bring that thing to fruition. And I got the car on March 21st, 2012, and I have used it for ministry and service, and my license plate is a testimony. Bug God. So anyway, I hope this helps a little bit, but the most important thing that you have to do is, is that you have to develop a, ask the Lord for the strategy, ask the Holy Spirit for the strategy, and don't just be laying in bed and then fall asleep. Be ready with a pen, like open up your device or get a pen and paper and be ready for him to give you the ideas that he has, because he'll back up what he's given you. He'll back up what he's, that which he's placed in your heart. And I, I hope that helped and made a little bit of sense. Very good. Prayer, fasting, and read your Bible will not get it done. 
Somebody is scraping snow off their windshield. Can you mute your phone? <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It's Cassandra. Sorry. <laughs> the other day I was cleaning out my refrigerator, though. I did get busted. <laughs> Uh, again, thank you for your declaration, and I am thankful for okay, the Okay, wait, wait, wait. Book. No, for real. The per- whoever cleaned the snow off your windshield, use your phone. I'm packing. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you, but we also hear you cleaning that snow. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going on mute. Amen. Go ahead, Krishanda. Um. So I, um, you asked a question about what did you see when you were younger, the thing that you just wanted to do. And I think part of my challenge is figuring out what does it look like as an adult or how does it apply? Because ever since I was a wee bit, um, I was an encourager. I didn't want anyone to be sad or left alone or feeling like they couldn't do any do something um, so I always been a person that wanted to empower people with tools or resources or a network. Um, so trying to figure out, you know, how does that apply into something formal has been a challenge, but it's just been my thing since I was very, very, I mean, probably as early as kindergarten, um, wanting to just kind of not have anyone be left behind. Um, and so I, I press, um, and one of the things that I do, you know, just is um, that I love is is taking pictures, and people always tell me how encouraged they are when they see my pictures, that it just uplifts them. And so I just continue to pray to ask God to show me, because before I did the corporate thing for so long, I, I was blessed to get a contract, and it has been the most difficult thing. And I uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to be doing it. It seemed like it was just handed to me, but we know the enemy can sometimes hand things to you um, or if it's a test that I just need to take over again. But I just thank God for breath today and that for the word today and to, that I just keep pressing and um, that, you know, that we just don't Amen. give up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Amen. Um, you know, a, a lot of things that we do um, have a, a, a large um, impact on people, but don't have the ability to produce the necessary resources to impact their lives, right? And so even when we are, I know that I'm an encourager. I know that I'm, you know, designed to exhort and things of that nature. But at the end of the day, how do you take that and turn it into a level of productivity that transforms not just the lives that you're called to, but your life as well, right? So so those are the strategies that you have to ask God for. Now, now that I recognize that this is a thing, how do I transform this into that? How do do I use this to become um, a solution for something? So mm-hmm. those are the things that when you pray, when you study, um, and when you fast, you can put before the Lord in an effort to get you to the next place. Because for real, it's a, it's a matter of steps. And sometimes the steps 
are much bigger um, than the faith that you have. Right? And so that's that's what we have to ask God, the faith to believe for better. Because if you don't if you don't believe it before you get to it, there's no way on God's green earth I would have taken a checkbook with no money in the bank and stood in front of a man who was the decision maker, right? Without believing that I could finish it. You have to have the faith and the focus to finish it. When I dismantled my office here at home and took it to a location, um, I had to believe that I have the faith to finish it. We got to get to a place where we have the faith to finish it. Anybody else have anything before we get ready to wrap it up? Hey, Deanna, she are just um, amazing, amazing, amazing. You always... um... I can always hang up and declare victory again and again and again. But I thought um, when you said facts yesterday, it just brought me back to a whole bunch of things. I have always um, taught my kids, don't tell me this, don't tell me that. What are the facts? Where does it start? Because that's where we're going to go from. And then um, as I laid here and I listened to you talk, I thought about um, one night we were in class and you told us to describe how we were feeling or describe something about you. And I said, I'm bothered. And you said, okay. (laughs) And I didn't think it was really nothing because I'm kind of like, you know, I'm bothered by a lot of stuff being through what I've been through. I thought I was protecting that piece. Um, And you said, don't let it turn into something else, which was don't let the unbotheredness turn you into something else. But as you began to, um, was talking and steadfast, I had to be unbothered until I could be steadfast in the things that God had given me before that time of being nonchalant and unbothered so I could get back to what I knew, which was that Romans 8 and 28. So that was so huge and so dope how it just all came together. And I thank God that um, I'm able to really see it and not just hear it, but I can see the movement, um, and not just me, but in everything, in the words and the encouragement for everybody. We should not, not one day, leave here without pondering on something on how to declare victory. So I love you, sis, and thank you for always, you know, holding us accountable um, for the connection that we should and pressing to have. Um, so I thank you. I love you. Amen. I love you too, babe. Thanks for sharing. Good morning. This is Michelle. Good morning. Um, good morning. Correct. Yes. This. Um, excuse me. I'm super late. Um, no, you're fine. I'm just so super overjoyed again. Every time I'm on here, I may not say anything. Uh oh, your your phone is breaking up, and I really want to hear what you have to say. Maybe mm-hmm. now I can. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, and the the last time I spoke, I, I mentioned that, and 
that I was, I could, I visioned myself standing in the middle of San Francisco, not knowing which way to go, but just feeling so overjoyed with what God was going to do next. And I'd have to say that we, um, I secured a lease in one of the buildings there in San Francisco, I think 500 Market Street. Very, very nice for our office, uh, for our business. And it's, you know, going back to the vision of what did you, what did you see when you were young? I think I was probably 10 in San Francisco in the summer with um, actually my aunt's friend. And I'd always see visions of God giving visions all the time. I didn't understand what it, what they meant. But eventually, as I got older and understood what they were, and he would confirm, I would, you know, act upon what I would see. And eventually, I knew that God was right there. Um, I didn't understand how I, I would always say, I wish God was talking to my mom like this. You know, I, I would, the experience was so great that having no food and standing at the corner and God tell and having three kids, two in a stroller and one on the side and seeing the vision, go to your grandmother's house. And I'm walking to my grandmother's house and I haven't taken a step, but I get there without saying a word to her. She has, she tells me she's on the phone and she points to the back and says, you know, man, man has something for you. And I go back, he has a big black garbage bag. And he fills it up with food. And all the way walking home with probably five blocks, I, I, I was in awe of what he what God did again. It, that wasn't the first time. So I said that to say as well, um, fasting and praying, and I forget what the sister said, won't do, but the vision will. God will give you vision. And when you see it, like she said, write it down. Um, and I also reminded of the scripture in King James, um, Hezekiah, two and two and three. And the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain upon tables that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it Terry, wait for it because it will surely come. It will not tarry. And I, you know, God's word is, is as you said many a times, it's yes and it's amen. And I just encourage everybody to, when you see those visions, to write them down, to make them plain, to act upon them, so that God will, um, will fulfill His purpose in, in your life. There's plenty of times that. I've Terry got distracted, and years have gone by, and I still hadn't acted until one day I, God revealed what Satan or whatever it was that was, was happening. And I declared, not today, not another time, not another moment that he will distract me and get me off of what God already told me and gave me a vision that he would do. So I just want to encourage everyone to write that vision down, make it plain, and it will come to pass because God already said he spoke it and it shall come to pass.
And I just thank you again, Pastor Dion, for this. And I thank you, Rochelle, for bringing me again to this well. I call it, it's like a well of water. Um, you know, sometimes feeling alone, not alone with God, but being at this well is just so refreshing. And and just thank you, guys. And Amen. thank you, Pastor Dion. Amen. Amen. God be praised. And thank you for sharing. Thank you for uh, <clears throat> your transparency. Amen. Uh, we are at the, the top of the hour, uh, but I didn't want to rob anyone of the opportunity to share if you have something um, that you believe will be uh, life to somebody else. Anybody else have anything before we release the line this morning? Praise God. Well, listen, um, today you have an opportunity to make a decision um, to stop making excuses uh, and to walk into the truth of God's word for your life. You have an opportunity um, to empower yourself uh, with just a simple step. You don't have to know all the end results. You don't have to know everything. But what you do know is that if you never do anything, nothing is ever going to happen. If you never take a step, you'll be standing in place, that's for sure. If you don't change the trajectory of your future, it will remain the same. If we don't know nothing else, if you uh, and no decision is a decision all day long. If you don't do anything, if you don't say anything, if you don't uh, expect anything, nothing is coming. God is not going to rescue you from you. You got to do it. God is not going to change your situation. You got to decide that you can change the situation yourself. You are responsible for your decision. And the key is to love you like God loves you. The manifestation of his glory will come through you when you open up your heart and move into a different location. So I just want to encourage everyone under the sound of my voice, don't stand still. Don't, don't stand still. Keep going. That's all. Dion, can I add, like, you, if he said it, he showed it, not now another time, should you look past it. I just hear you saying not now another time. Not now <laughs> another time. Quit acting like you can't see and can't hear. You know you got some, some structure. Move around. Move around. That's all. Just move around. Quit being a scary cat. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Well, with that being said, y'all, listen. I guess that settles it. 
Thank so you. I pray, amen. I pray that you go and you grow in love with the absolute expectation that God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Choose, choose, decide, decide, decide. I love you guys, but I promise God loves you the most. Meet you back here at 5 p.m. on today. Many blessings to each of you. I love you. Yes. I love you. Have a wonderful you blessed day, everyone. You. No, I love you. <laughs> love y'all. Amen. Good morning, girlfriend. <laughs> yes. Girlfriend. <laughs> today. Amen. All right, guys. Have a good day. You too. Have a good day. Thank you. God bless. Have a beautiful day.
Love, Sister.